Welcome to Awakened Path Radio, helping to spread love and light for the highest and greatest good. I'm your host, Reverend Candace Nadine Breen, spiritualist minister and healing minister. For more information, including show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more, visit my website at www.awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's www.awakenedpathonline.com. Also, I have a new book out called After the Darkness. You will see the link at the top of each page of my website. And it is available on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. It is also in print, ebook, and by the end of next week, it'll be an audio book. So you can listen while you're driving. Now, on to today's show. Today, I have with me Kathy Burke, who is a spiritual teacher an angel minister, and the owner of Angels of Light, located in Norwell, Massachusetts. Welcome to our show today, Kathy. Oh, thank you for having me, Candice. Thank you. It is our pleasure. Now, I just, you know, introduced you. um, You have various titles. So tell us, could you tell us about the Angels of Light Healing Center? that you have. Why was it created? That's a great question. Um, Well, back in, uh, way back, I'm going to say in 2007, uh, I had an opportunity to have a center with two other women, and I got to really practice, I guess, what it's like to own a center. And then when we were ready to go our separate ways, I had just become an angel minister um, through Reverend Kimberly Maroney. Um, I had been ordained in California and I came back and we were ready to go our separate ways. And I, I just knew I had to take what I had learned and all, all of what I know, you know, somewhere. So uh, I started to look uh, for a place and it came about extremely quickly. It was, I, I feel, divine intervention. Um, I met with a realtor friend of mine. She took me to two places. I said, no, I don't think so. And then she said, I think I have the place for you. And and when I walked into Angels of Light in Noel, it was on the second floor. It was in the back of the building. It was spacious. It was quiet. Mm. And I had done a vision board with, with everything that I saw there when I walked in. So I said, this is it. And um and then, you know, the, the person that was renting the space uh, worked with us and, and, you know, he helped us too to even get some furniture and different things. And we kind of started off, I, I no pun intended, on a wing and a prayer because I didn't have a ton of money, but I had a lot of intention. Mm-hmm. And my daughter and I together, my daughter's uh, one of the healers at the center, myself my do- and my daughter, and then we bring in other people for different things. Um, we just knew. We walked in. I showed it to her. A day later and we said yes and it's been going you know well for about eight years now a little over eight years and it's just to me I my new book my soul's embrace all about the soul because I'm a creative soul coach mm-hmm. um, I totally get that it's part of my mission and purpose here on earth to have a place mm-hmm. where 
people can come, they can feel love, they can feel safe, they can learn, they can grow, they can, they can be who they are. Mm. And that's so important for people to be able to be themselves, be who they are and have a safe place where they can go to experience uh, being themselves and, and yeah. find, discovering more about themselves as well. So that's very interesting. I mean, from California to uh, Massachusetts, what a big, <laughs> what a big stretch, huh? It's a big journey. Yeah. Well, I was, I was, I've, I've lived in Massachusetts most of my life, but um, from the the course that I took with the ministry, angel ministry was um, a nine month course, and then at the end of the course, um, Kimberly took us to. We all went to this beautiful Mount Madonna retreat, and we were you know, ordained. And, um, it was the first group of, of angel ministers, uh, that have ever actually, um, formulated on the planet. There was 22 of us. So that was in 2009. And uh, I've been doing a great deal with the angel ministry, um, since then. Mm. Very good. Um, so I'm going to skip around here. So you, you, since we've talked, since you've mentioned angel minister, some people may not have heard of that term before. What is, can you explain for our listeners what an angel minister is? What do they do? How's sure, the sure. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, yeah. So uh, I had, I had followed um, Kimberly Maroney for quite a number of years. She's an angel, real big angel person, angel minister in California used her cards and, and uh, even, um, uh, you know, worked with her kind of from afar in a way. And then I found out in 2009, she was create, she had created an angel ministry through the Gateway University of um, metaphysical uh, teachings and ministry. So it was, uh, you know, uh, it was a licensed, ordained ministry interfaith. So when I say interfaith, I mean we encompass everything and everyone. We we embrace all religions. We're not religious. We're spiritual. But as angel ministers, you know, we don't um, we don't judge this this religion's better. That spirituality's better. We we embrace everyone in a positive, uplifting way. And and our goal as an angel minister is to go out into the world and 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 spread the light through the angels um, and. You know, we, we, we do mediumship, a lot of us, where I'm intuitive, I do mediumship, I've been that way since I was born, um, but we, we call ourselves interfaith, so then I can, you know, also marry people, or uh, I can do, um, I do a monthly or twice a month spiritual service, um, uh, eulogies, baptisms, all of that, but under a spiritual umbrella, so when you hear angel minister, think of it as, the angels coming in to administer to people. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that's very good. Um, yeah. So I'm very pleased to be an angel minister and um, just love spreading the light. And, and you know, it's it's so interesting that you say that, uh, you know, is is interfaith and it's all embracing. I'm, I'm a spiritualist minister and it's the same way. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't understand, but it's, that it's not a denominational thing. It's it's all. Oh, it isn't a religion. Right. It's spirituality. It's just spiritual. It's a spiritual connection, one on one with source. Yes, that's right. I like that explanation. That's very good. <laughs> very simple. Very easy. 
to the point. You don't need the middleman. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, what was the catalyst that started you upon your, you know, because let's face it, it, it's non-traditional in the sense of what people, what the um, society is accustomed to. Uh, yeah. So, what how did you start this was it did you were you always spiritual did you have a, a certain upbringing what led you uh to where you are today okay that's a great question grew up in a huge italian family uh but from the day i was born uh my nana was very intuitive mom was too but you know mom didn't my mother didn't acknowledge it so much mm -hmm. um but when I was three, we moved to Connecticut. And when I was in Connecticut, I was very sad because um, I, I left my Nana behind and, and people that I really loved and from Massachusetts. And um, by the age of three and a half, out in my backyard in Connecticut, I started to have visits, visitations from a beautiful little girl spirit named Patty. Uh, and I would see her and I would talk to her and we would play in the swings together. and. My mom and dad thought it was so cute, and they actually made me a kind of a stand-up cardboard doll called Patty, and I would carry her around because I didn't have any siblings at the time. But I was very, you know, I was a medium, as are many children. Many children come in with, the, with that. They see things. They have gifts. But then, you know, as time goes by and you get, you know, older and you go to school, uh, you, you kind of tune it down, I guess is the word. So... You know, tuned it down a bit, um, always very empathic, very intuitive, felt everything, thought everybody else did, but they didn't. Um, and then when I get older, into my teens, you know, I used to I used to gravitate towards uh, tarot cards and, mm -hmm. you know, play with them and do readings for my friends and uh, always had that urge to help people in some way, thought I would be a counselor. Uh, I actually am a counselor, I'm a soul counselor. But at the time, thought I might go back to school for, you know, um, psychotherapy or some kind of a counseling job. Um, and then as I get into my 20s, uh, again, fam I got married. I had my daughter. Uh, lots of when I was carrying my daughter, I could feel she was a healer. And, and her and I had this amazing connection. Um, in fact, she was a miracle baby because they said I couldn't have children. Wow. But then it all kind of took a turn it, when I was 28 and my husband died very suddenly. Wow. And when he died, um, it was such a shock that he was gone that I decided this is it. I'm going to just expand my growth, my learning, what I need to know. And I went and I took every kind of a class you can think of on expanding my own who I was, where I was going. I took my soul coaching classes. I expanded my intuitive gifts, started using them a little bit after that with family and friends. But I, I had about a six or seven year journey of learning classes, workshops, books, mm -hmm. getting it under my belt, going back to school, went back to school for alternative medicine, um, the Global Institute, um, did all sorts of, you know, opening up my, my own gifts, opening to my gifts. And then when I was 39, uh, my dad had cancer, and we kind of kept him around for quite a while with natural methods of healing, Candace. But then, you know, it was his time, and um, the night he died, Candace, I saw two angels carry him up. I was at home. He was in the hospital. They confirmed it. It was the same time he died. And after that, my angel channel opened, and 
There was no stopping it after that. I channeled his eulogy with the angels. We wrote a book together, mm -hmm. Miracle Michael, Surrounded by Angels. That's my dad. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> I channeled 44 angelic channeling sessions in the book. And mm -hmm. so, you know, it went from, it was like he was a catalyst. And then it just started to take off when I was 39. I'm 64 now. Yeah. 39 and boom, boom, boom. It's just one thing after another, opening, serving um, the community and um, just loving my work. Now, people have asked me, asked me this question, so I'm going to ask you <laughs> to give this question. Uh, yeah, um, sure. It, and, it sound, and forgive me if it sounds immature, but um, yeah. I, I know a lot of people are wondering this because a lot of people have asked me this question in regards yeah. to your own abilities. Can you ever turn it off? Not that you would want to, but here's you... a little story. You want to hear a, a quick little story? Oh, sure. We got plenty of time. Go ahead. Take your time. A little... Yeah. So one day I'm in my bathroom and I'm getting dressed. And my bathroom, and I think you might agree with this, bathrooms have water in them. So water is, you know, water is very it helps the intuitive to uh, have, have those messages flow. So I get a lot of, I get a lot of messages, Candace, in my bathroom. That's so anyway, people get yeah. inspiration Water. in the shower. <laughs> yeah. right. so, so I'm in the bathroom and I'm reading this book at the time and I was looking at the book and the book was about this woman who, whose gifts started to unfold. And I, I don't even remember the name of the book or the person. It was so long ago. But she was going, it was driving her crazy. Like, like spirit never stopped, never stopped. And I, I made a decision that minute. And I said to spirit, my angels and guides, I said, listen, guys, I call them guys. Listen, guys, I said, you know I want to work with you. You know I love you. You know um, we're going to work together for a long, long, long time. But I'm going to set a boundary right now mm. that when it's necessary for you to come through, of course. And when I'm with people, you come through, of course. But there's going to be times when I want to be alone, mm. and you need to respect that. Mm -hmm. And please, Spirit, I said, do not show up. Uh, my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, who's ever on the other side, don't show up in the middle of my sleep to wake me up unless it's an emergency. And I said, and you can come through my dreams and you know, we'll talk and we'll have time for that. So I kind of set, to be honest with you, I set boundaries mm. and for the most part it works. Mm. Sometimes not. <laughs> but I can tell you. <laughs> but, it is, but it is important to establish those boundaries or else you'll be on all the time. All the yes, time. That I have that are on all the time and I said to them look you got to set boundaries and they don't really know how to do it and I've tried to teach them and they say it's on 24 7 I would I think I'd go crazy yeah 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 I mean I'm very intuitive I pick up on things minute by minute by minute I'm not saying I'm disconnected right. but I'm I'm connected enough to be comfortable right right yeah yeah, and it's and it's again, it's very important. Just like you have to establish boundaries with your friends or something. You don't want people, you know, stopping by your house at midnight. So um, right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so when you're trying to sleep, you can't help people if you're tired. So they're going to have to take a break unless it's an emergency. So they have come to me during the night many times and woken me up. 
Mm. Um, and sometimes it was something I really need to know at that time. But then they said to me, it's because you're not giving us enough time during the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to give them a little time during the day. Right. Right. To set, they'll be satisfied, you know, that's now, um, besides, um, healing, like what specifically, um, what services do you offer at the Oh my goodness, there's so many of them because I've taken so many. Think of about, you know, 30, 35 years of, of constant <laughs> learning, growing, teaching, learning, growing, teaching. So, mm -hmm. okay, so I offer many times the readings. I offer the 12 month angelic soul forecast, which is two months of pure guidance, uh, 12 months of pure guidance from the angels and your soul guides. I, I'm an Akashic Records practitioner. I offer um, soul retrievals. I offer past life, uh, uh, kind of a regression in my in the way I do it, and I, I do readings with it. I offer um, sound healing. I'm a sound healer with the crystal bowls. Mm. I offer um, alternative alternative medicine counseling, which is hair analysis. Muscle testing, box flower essences, energy medicine, um, chakra balancing. Um, I teach soul work, so I'm a soul uh, creative, what I call a creative soul coach, which is a coach who helps you create the life you want. So I'm big with that. Um, let's see, what else? What else do I do? There's so many things that I do. People say you wear so many hats. Um, I've written two books. One was A Miracle Michael, Surrounded by Angels, and my newest book is My Soul's Embrace, all about the soul and its mission. And it has a has parts that are, you know, like a um, workbook at each the end of each chapter, so people can, you know, learn and grow themselves. That's really um, cool. meditation, journey work, just all, you name it, I kind of do it. Well, you, um, you can oh, yep. if you go on my website. Uh, yes. People go on my website. They can um, they can see everything I do. Mm, and what's your website? www.angeloflightministry.com Okay. We'll, we'll repeat it again at the end of the show, but it's good to know now. <laughs> yeah. Then I do all the ministry work. I do weddings, baptisms, house clearings, mm -hmm. all stuff like that. That's so very, and all of that's so very important. So very yeah. important. You do a lot of work. Now, is it just you? Now, you said it's you and your daughter. And yes, my daughter, Christina Burke. Yes. <clears throat> she does all the healing, like the Reiki, magnified healing, uh, IET. Um, she's now to, soon to become a theta, theta healer. Um, yeah. And she also teaches, works with the angelics. She's, she's a soul coach. She's taken many of my classes, so she's got a whole array of offerings as well. Mm. Crystal work, a lot of crystal work. That's very important. It's good. It's a very good journey and very good <laughs> that you offer all of these things. A lot of work, but, you know, loving every minute of it. A lot of work, but helping the planet. Big, uh, big on helping change the vibration of the planet. That's so important. Yes, it is. Especially, yeah. especially now. <laughs> now, oh, yes. <laughs> now, um, when you were when you were in school as a child or with your peers, did you ever uh, reveal any of your spiritual gift gifts to any of your peers as a child, as a teen, teen adult? And if so, what was the reaction? Well, 
I grew up in the, you know, late 60s, early, I went to school and I was born in the late 50s, went to school in the 60s and 70s. So, you know, it, it wasn't so bad because, you know, the hippies, hippie generation, the Beatles, all that kind of stuff. And um, kid, kids were open to the tarot readings. They loved the tarot readings. So as when I was, say, 14, 15, 16, like that, going up to maybe age 18, maybe 17, I, you know, they knew that I knew things. My friends knew that I knew things. And they would come to me and they would say, you know, this is going on with my boyfriend or that's going on or what do you think of this? And they would always come to me <laughs> for advice. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it kind of flowed when I was a kid. Not not a kid, but a teenager. Um, nobody took it too seriously. That was the thing. Like my parents thought it was kind of cute. My mother would say, do a tarot reading for me. And I'd say, okay. So I'd pull out my tarot cards. I don't use tarot tarot much anymore. I use angel cards and other kinds of cards, but you know, the basic tarot I used to use. And um, yeah, so yeah, I think, yeah, nobody ever told me, you know, it was bad or wrong except for the church. And I, I don't like to say that, but I, I did grow up Catholic and they didn't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they a- poo-hooed it. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I have to- Sorry, go ahead. No, I just have to say that, you know, when I took Transcendental Meditation at age 20 and I was so excited because I, I loved it and it helped me and I was told by by a, a person at the church that I was, you know, it wasn't a good thing and I should stop and mm-hmm. that's kind of when I stopped going to that church and I kind of started to realize my church was inside of me. That's right. That's right. We carry our church with us. That is so true. And we don't, yeah. we, we don't realize that we don't realize that, um, you know, that we all have a piece of that. We all are divine within our own selves, the divine yeah. within us. So when you, when you're saying like namaste to someone, you're saying, I salute the God within you. And a lot of people don't know what that means, but exactly. Um, <laughs> so, and a lot of these sort of established quote unquote established religions will boohoo all of yeah. these things. People like to, um, for lack of a better word, demonize what they don't understand. And yeah, a lot of us yeah. light working people uh, have uh, faced a lot of ridicule and criticism from um, many people from the established religions. I mean, I've been called a witch. I told I was going to hell <laughs> when I was meditating. I'll never forget one day I was told that by um a Baptist minister, um, when I was speaking about meditation and he had said, well, if you're not meditating on the word, you're going to hell. I said, yep. Okay. Then that's the end of my conversation with you. (laughs) So, um, it's unfortunate that, um, a lot of us, we miss out. There are a lot who miss out on, uh, opening their minds to what the secrets of the universe have for us because we refuse to um, expand our consciousness. Exactly. Well, it's fear. It's all fear-based. Yes. And that's right. Yeah. That's what I like about the new Pope in a way. You know, he's kind of, um, he's different. Yes. You know, I don't know a ton about him from what I've heard and seen, though. He, you know, he's not the old-fashioned kind of a pope. He's much more open and uh, loving. There's a lot more love, I feel, that comes from him. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like that's where we're all headed, no matter what. No matter what religion you're in, it's going to have to turn that way. 
that is so true. It is so true. Yeah. It is so true. Now, um, you do a lot of work and you're passionate about it, but you tell us, um, you know, why, why is it, why is your service to others so important to you personally? Um, what it, well, it's a desire. It's a pull. It's a, you know, you have it in you. Uh, there's, there's many, 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 including yourself. We're, we're, we're a, a huge, huge, huge. Uh, there's a huge number, like 144 million or something light workers on the earth or something like that. I, I was talking to a woman the other day about that, and she was, she said, you know, that her and I were one of those mm-hmm. 144 million. And I said, yeah, I said, it's just this desire and this pull that your soul, this is why I love to teach soul work with people to get them connected with their true soul purpose and mission. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can work in an office, but if you go into that office and you have that desire to, to smile and be happy and, and, and guide others and, you know, bring your spirituality with you, you're doing good work. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like for me, no matter where I went my whole life, um, my desire was always to either console others, help others, show others the way, and teach. And then that just, Candace, as you know, just comes directly from your soul and what your soul came here to do. That's right. That is, yes, very so, good. It's, it's, I, I can't explain it any other way, really. It's a part of you. It's, your, it's a part of you, and that's what you're doing. You're sharing with it with others. Now, yeah, some- I don't. I don't do it because I realized, oh, maybe I can make a lot of money doing it. Or maybe, you know, I I do it. Money's good. You need money. You know, we need it to survive. I don't base everything I do on money. I I base it on um, how I can make a difference. And then I'm rewarded. So that's how I base it. Yes. Now, if someone wants to come visit you at um, Visit the Angel of Light in Norwell, Massachusetts, how might, well, where's the address? I mean, and, or do you offer yeah. online teachings or anything like that as well? Both. I offer phone consultations. Mm. Uh, I offer online classes. Uh, I offer, uh, but I do a lot of work at Angels of Light Healing and Intuitive Center, 320 mm. Washington Street in Norwell, Massachusetts. Um we're there at specific hours for when you make an appointment. We're there every Monday night from 7 to 9 for my um, my sound healing meditation and, and journey work uh, night. And Friday mornings from 11 to 12.30 for the meditation again where you, you know, you, you recline in the chairs. We have the crystal grid set up. Um, we do, I do a special sound healing with the journey. I, I do crystal pyramid healing at the end and messages from spirit for everyone. It's a very powerful time, Friday morning and Monday night. Mm-hmm. And then, um, we have a little shop, the crystal angel shop where we have beautiful crystals and sprays and jewelry and cards and all that kind of metaphysical, uh, mm-hmm. stuff and gifts. And, um, but you're best off if you want to come in, uh, to see the shop, even to give us a buzz, we'll, we'll make an appointment for you to come in. Most, most of it's by appointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not a store. Right. We're not open 24 mm-hmm. seven. Um, but we have, you know, hours from say 11 to seven at night, um, for different things, readings, healings, um, sound healing, all sorts of things. Mm. Now, do you have any, um, 
upcoming events at your place or any book publications or any other publications that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Yeah, I have, well, Laurie Sheridan, who's a, a medium, um, is coming. She's come many times to the center. She's coming on the 21st of July. And we have Jill Jardine. Uh, we'll be doing uh, a whole night of astrology, your personal birth chart, and the uh, eclipses on the 26th of July. And then we have, um, let me see, we have Roland Comtois coming the 8th of September. He's a medium. And he does gallery from 6 to 8. That's going to be a really powerful night. We've had him there many times. Oh, we have a big fair coming up. Ooh. August 11th is our big indoor-outdoor 11 to 5 uh, summer uh, Crystal Angel Festival. So we'll have readers and healers and vendors and uh, free crystal bowls, free journey work, uh, meditation at 11, bowls at 1. Um, and that's going to be a really, really powerful day. Um, and then we, we have other things coming up. Uh, what do we have? We have a big fair in October. So, you know, it's best if people visit the website because on the website uh, they can find all of the happenings that are, that are going on at the center. And that website is again? www.angeloflightministry.com. Very nice. Anything you'd le like to leave, uh, any messages you'd like to leave us with today? Well, <clears throat> yes. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave us with a channeling. So I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to ask Spirit, all of my angels and guides, to come through with a message for everyone. And, and if whoever listens to this gets to listen, this message, you, you were meant to listen to it, so it's for you. So if you can just give me a moment, I'm just going to take a couple of breaths in. As my angels and soul guides come through, they bring these messages of love, light, healing, and grace. It is most important at this time for all to know that they are truly and dearly loved by spirit, by the source, by all that is joyful and in the heavens that they are being embraced at this very moment, that if they stop and they breathe and they allow, they will feel the arms of the angels around them, that not one of them is alone, that you are always being guided and loved and nurtured, and all you have to do is say yes, and all you have to do is ask. Ask and you will receive. Ask, and something even better may come. Be open, be willing. Know who you are. Feel your light. Know that you are not your emotions. You are not your aches. You are not your pains. But you are that beautiful light from source. And that as you sit and bathe yourself each and every day in this light, that you will become more and more connected to all of the divine guidance, all of the healing, all of the beauty, and all of the light of the universe. You are loved deeply and unconditionally. Love yourself, embrace yourself, give yourself permission to say yes 
to the abundance of this amazing universe because it is there for you. Remember, you are worthy and one with God, and so it is. Okay, I'm back. Thank you, Kathy. What a powerful message for anyone. Yeah, and that's for everyone, you, me, everyone, everyone, everyone on the planet. Know who you are. You're a beautiful being of light. You're not all that other stuff. That's just stuff. That's right. Yes, we are not our bodies. We are not our bodies. We are not even our thoughts. Well, we have to watch those thoughts because they are things. So we have to catch them and turn them around. But we're oh. not all those we think we are. That's right. That's if they unzipped us, a beautiful ball of light would step out. Mm. That's beautiful. So when you think of it that way, and then we have a beautiful ball of light all around us. So mm -hmm. That's true. We're going to get there, Candace. We're going to get yeah. there. The planet is evolving. It's going to get to where it needs to be. We, we need to forget about the news and all the nasties because there's a lot of good stuff going on, too. That's right. Mm -hmm. More and more people are awakening every day, awakening yes. to this, this consciousness, this higher consciousness. And uh, it's, it's, it's good. It'll happen. It's all good. We have to remember that, you know, we're on this path together. It's an adventure. It's a journey. And when we go out into the world, if we can bring our light, our love, our compassion, um, you know, we're not perfect. We, we Sometimes we lash out a little bit or we have a day it's not so great. That's but we right. can turn to spirit for guidance and help. You know, you say that that's, that's quite interesting because I've, I've had a few tough days late, lately. And yes. sometimes I'd feel guilty about... Um, expressing myself, so to say, it felt, oh, how can and I, be, how can I be a a a, heal, a spiritual teacher and minister if I have feelings and if I'm doing all the stuff, I'm not a great example, blah blah blah. So yeah. you know what I say to that? Mm. I say we took on spirit, us as we as spirit took on the earth plane. And we said to God, I want to go down there. And God said, how come? And we said, listen, I want to experience everything. Mm. And, and God said, okay, you're my kids. I love you. And if that's what you really want, I'll let you do it. But remember, you know, you're going to feel things you might not like, and you're going to see things you might not like. And we said, yeah, but you know what, God, we want that earth experience. And God said, okay, so we're here yeah, we as spirit having a human experience. And so we have to give ourselves uh, a break and compassion and, and embrace ourselves because um, earth is not the easiest place to be. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I only knew. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we're trying to turn it around to make earth a higher vibrational planet. Yes. And that's what we're all trying to do in one way or the other. Right. So instead of beating ourselves up when we're not the nicest we can be, we, we have compassion mm -hmm. and we say, okay, this is part of the human experience and I'm going to embrace myself and love myself mm -hmm. and ask myself, what do I need today? Because maybe there's something missing and I need it. You know, so mm -hmm. I think we just have to have more compassion for ourselves and then we can have more compassion for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Very lovely. Yeah. It's been well, thank you so much you, for having me on your show. It's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Could you repeat your website one more time for our listeners? Yes. It's www.angeloflightministry.com. 
Uh, our phone number is 781-871-1740, and we're at 320 Washington Street in Norwell. Excellent. Thank you so very Namaste. much. Well, go ahead. <laughs> thank you. I said Namaste. <laughs> Namaste to you as well, and thank you for being on our show today. It was a pleasure. Okay. Thank you again. You're welcome. Well, listeners, that is all the time we have for today. As always, you can visit www.awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's www.awakenedpathonline.com for show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more. You can also uh, purchase my uh, new book on the website as well. The link is there and it's called After the Darkness. I'm Reverend Candace Nadine Breen, and thank you again for listening to Awakened Path Radio. Namaste and blessed be.